You can't believe it. And that was so odd. It was a message God gave me, and we've read John, every one of us have read John through and back through. A message God laid on my heart is, what is the truth? What is the truth? We'll start about the 28th verse of the 18th chapter of St. John. Then led they Jesus from Cana, from Caiaphas into the hall of judgment, and it was early, and they themselves went not into the judgment hall, lest they should be defiled, but that they might eat the Passover. <laughs> I thought there, you know, since grace, I reckon we can just go in anywhere we want to and be a part of anything we want to and leave when we want to and tell them how to run it all. But back under the law, amen, they couldn't go in but certain places. They had, they had to stand back. They had to go through somebody else, through a mediator. But today, everybody knows what they need to do, what the pastor needs to do, what everybody else needs to do. I thought about it. If you ain't never pastored, you don't know for sure what a pastor needs to do. Amen. You might have an, uh, you might have an idea. I was a deacon a long, long time before I was pastor, and I had several ideas what they need to do. But I'm going to tell you something, it's a different calling. So every step is a different calling in our everyday walk of life. And uh, there ain't many people can tell you what you need to do, amen. You need to search out what God wants you to do. You can't go with a, with a, a platform that you've got, a platform how to visit each person. You've got to go under the leadership of the Lord because everybody's different. What I could bring to Lamont, amen, might not have worked when they come to my house. And I remember them coming on visitation to my house and belittling me, amen, and one preacher come to visit me at my house and he threatened to shoot me in Mount Airy many years before when I was a sinner. I was in the wrong. I was riding a motorcycle, did spend some circles in the yard. I needed to be uh, called out. But you know, I kind of got... Uh, condemned and beat down by that, and he didn't recognize me, but I recognized him because he was a preacher and I was a sinner, and he threatened to shoot me. So it'd be hard for him to win me to the Lord. He's dead now, anyway. But somebody won me to the Lord. So let me. What I'm saying today: if you ain't careful, you'll make a bad mark in somebody's life. We need to be careful what we say, how we do, how we act on the job. We need to do the very best that we can, and we'll offend somebody along the way no matter how hard we try. But he said, Pilate then went out unto them and said, What accusations bring you against this man? Thirtieth first, they answered and said unto him, If you were a if he were not a malefactor, a malefactor was a criminal or offender or something that had done wrong. He said, If he was not a malefactor, we would not have delivered him up unto thee. So they got aggravated because Pilate questioned them, said he's a malefactor, he's, a, uh, he's done wrong, he's a criminal, amen. But there uh, we find Pilate, glory to God, he was kind of uh, understanding maybe a little bit about what Jesus uh, was all about and he kind of felt guilty because his wife had done told him to not fool with this fellow. said, I had a dream and there's uh, many many sorrows come to me uh, because of this fellow this night in a dream. said, I'll leave this man Jesus alone. So there he was 
in the middle. And I look at us today. Uh, we're wondering what, what pilots are doing. And there we are wanting to make somebody else guilty. And we're all in confusion. We're not where God wants us to be. And our mind is just a whirling. And that's where America is at today. The news media has confused our mind. Uh, we've run in every direction. And I was reading over there where the Bible said we'd run when nobody pursued us. And I thought about how can you run from that that you cannot see and I can't see the devil and I can't whip the devil. Can I tell you something? I, I need Jesus Christ and how I'm going to keep Jesus Christ inside me is down on my knees praying, reading God's holy word, trying to treat people right, trying to live the best that I know how and try to live what I preach. Glory to God. Not after money or the filthy lucre of this world, amen, or uplifted by mankind, but uplifted by the Lord Jesus Christ. It is one of the hardest things and I ain't come to me this week. It's hard uh, to be humble. It's hard to keep your mouth shut. Uh, but Jesus set an example for every one of us. Uh, at times He kept His mouth shut. Sometimes uh, we don't need to talk. Sometimes we don't need to fight back. And at other times we've got to get up and fight back. Not let them take over how we're living. Not let them take over uh, the Word of God that God has given us. Not let them push in some false doctrine on us. It's time that we take a stand on the Word of God. Uh, uh, we've sat back in America and let our laws come until uh, gays can get behind the pulpit. Uh, amen. Lord, we've got women pastors and that ain't right according to the Word of God. Amen. And then we've got abortions on every hand and we've got one right right after another, honey. Uh, and, the, and we've got so many laws that we cannot fulfill the laws that we got. We need to come back to the book, glory to God, and start loving one another and it'll stop some of the division uh, that's going on in our country. And he said, And they answered unto him, If it were not a malefactor, we would not have divided, delivered him up unto thee. Then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him, and judge him according to your law. He kind of smarted off to them. He, he said, Take him and judge him according to your law, if he's a malefactor. The Jews therefore said unto him, It is not lawful for us to put any man to death. So there, there become an argument there about Jesus. Amen. They, they, were, they all wanted to be right and none of them was right. Amen. All of them was, was fighting against Jesus, to be honest with you. Then the, say, the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which was spake, signifying what death he should die. Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? I find here that that he uh, asked many questions. Pilate asked many questions. He said, are, thee, are, are thou the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered him, 34th verse, saying, thou, thou this thing, Jesus answered him, saying, Thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it unto thee? Say, did, did you learn it yourself, or did somebody else tell you this? And Pilate answered 35th verse, I am a Jew, thine own nation, and the chief priests have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? And, and Pilate here was the governor of Israel, and he said, the chief priest, 
Who delivered Jesus? The chief priest delivered him into the court system, amen, to have him crucified. And I thought about today, the ordinary person sitting back without a, without a, a speech voice, without uh, an, an outstanding authority in the church or outstanding uh, somebody in our community, they don't have much to say about Jesus. But those that come out are those that have been called out by Satan. Some of them have been called out by Jesus to do a work and backed up on him. The sister mentioned one uh, that she run into that had, uh, had done a work in the church and had tried to counsel people that were on drugs and there they were back on alcohol themselves. So we find this and that's the people that's causing uh, trouble in our churches today uh, uh, that's had a little touch of Jesus, had a little uh, touch of the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. And Satan has won them back, took them back in uh, uh, to the things of the world and the life state of that man is worse than he was beginning. The Bible said that it's seven times worse. Amen. You can't deal with them. You can't tell them the scripture. They know everything. And you know why the churches are not setting full today? Because we know more than the Word of God. We've punched it up on computer. And I thank God for it going into the shut down houses and the people that can't get out. But bless God damn it can be able to be in the house of God. We need to keep the house of God open. Uh, uh, we need to fill it up. Amen. We need to be willing to fight to keep the house of God open. Uh, uh, we need to be able to fight. Glory to God. If my brother uh, uh, gets messed up and gets back out into the world, uh, uh, we need the authority to go. Glory to God and rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus. Amen. Drag him back into the house of God. Amen. Compel him to come into the house of God. Amen. That we might get the glory of God back in us and we glory can help somebody else along the way. Today we are separated. We're not as one. We've not come together as God would have us to come together. Uh, we're just like they was there. The Jews were out here uh, wanting to tear down Jesus and there was Pilate sitting governor and the people were looking at him and he was afraid he would lose his office. He was afraid he would be shut down. Uh, can I tell you something today? So many of us preachers uh, are afraid that we'll be shut down or somebody won't like us. Uh, can I tell you something if God loves me uh, you're going to have to love me uh, if you go to heaven honey if I preach the word of God and I'm doing what I can to preach the word of God uh, the house of God has become uh, uh, separated Pilate should have listened to his wife and left this man Jesus alone uh, and there he was I can see Pilate he was pulled that way uh, and he was pulled this way uh, and he didn't really want to crucify Jesus uh, uh, but he didn't want to be looked down on by the people. Uh, he wasn't willing to step down as governor. Uh, amen. And stand for Jesus. He wasn't willing to fight the fight. Can I tell you today are you willing to fight the fight for Jesus? If the Lord opens the door for you, uh, are you willing to fight the fight for Jesus? Uh, are you willing to be persecuted? Uh, are you willing to have your jaw slapped? Uh, are you willing to lose a friend or to be talked about? Uh, yesterday we was talking to one and uh, and 
then she was all going into the uh, going into the mission field, and all this was working. And we started talking about being faithful to the house of God. Can I tell you something? They got up and turned and walked out. Honey, we people ain't going to be faithful to the house of God. We've made every excuse in the world, uh, and they ain't going to listen to what Bill Sperling says. And whose judge are you? Uh, uh, the word of God is going to bring us all, and we're going to stand uh, before the judgment seat of Christ, whether we've done good or whether we've done wrong, honey. Uh, uh, Jesus didn't die on the cross, honey, and shed that blood and be pierced and mocked and made fun that you and I could go do what we wanted to do. Uh, He wanted us to serve Him. uh, A true born again children of God. There ain't nothing no more pleasing than a son that will obey his daddy and his family and makes mama happy. The Bible teaches that. Uh, But a son that goes astray, uh, our family is tore all to pieces. Uh, A daddy is at odds. Mama's at odds. We don't know which way to go, which way to turn, honey. Uh, But to Jesus, can I tell you, something. I believe American churches is breaking Jesus' heart today uh, because all they want is a shout for themselves uh, and go on down the road. Uh, I'm glad God gave me a handful of purpose. Uh, amen. To hand out to somebody else. I'm glad my God is still King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Able to take care of all of us. Praise His holy name. Thank you Jesus. Praise your holy name. Pilate answered Am I a Jew, thine own nation? And the chief priests have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? You listen to this 36th verse. Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. Neighbor, I believe we've got our roots too deep in this world. I believe we're spending too much time trying to prepare for things in this world. I don't know what they were having at Beulah School. I come back up the road about between 12, 30 and 1 o'clock yesterday evening. Beulah School was parked all the way down to 89. I don't know what about the parking lot up there. It used to be big. I couldn't see you up there. But I've not seen them parked at Mount Vernon Church down the driveway trying to get in. Amen. I got news for you. Beulah School and the ball coach ain't going to come back and get you. Hello? It's going to be Jesus, but don't preach on that. Don't you say nothing about that, Bill. Then answered... Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? He asked another question. Jesus said that his servants... Another place he said he could have called 12 legions of angels. I looked up legions several years ago and remembered that. I don't remember many things. But a legion, is, a, 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 legion a Roman legion is from 3,000 to 6,000. So he could have called at least 312 is 36,000 angels to come and took him down off of the cross if he'd been of this world. 
Well, can I tell you something? I believe he is rejoicing yeah. that he is passing from this rotten mess yeah. that he yeah. was living in Amen. to that new world. Back to God where he came from. Back to heaven where he came from. I believe we've lost our vision, church. The Bible said if we, if without a vision, men perish. And I believe we've lost our vision. I believe we've got a vision of, of growing here on earth and growing things out here and making things bigger and having things out here. But we've lost our vision of the suffering and the people that died that you and I could go to heaven today. I thought about our, our, our firemen that lost sleep, stayed up all night doing everything they could to protect a few homes around the foot of the mountain here. I, you know, we need some Christians. I ain't able to fight fire, but can I tell you something? I'm still able to preach. Amen. 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 On flat ground. <laughs> On level ground, I'm still able to preach. I need to preach it. We need to do our job. We need to do our job. What if? I don't even know who our fire chief is now, but what if? I just walked up and said, fire chief, you're done. I'm taking this thing over. And I know nothing about their fire truck, their brush buggies. I don't know who's next in line. There's a place for all of us. Stay in your place. Get in it and stay there. Walk where God has opened up liberty to you. Instead of trying to be King of kings and Lord of lords. To walk where you want to walk and build a name for yourself. Think about it, church. Amen, baby. Where are we at? Where are we at? Jesus said, I'm not of this world. If I was of this world, I could have caused, I could have called thousands of them to come in and protected me, but I'm not, this is not my kingdom. I'm not of this world. I just come by for a little while, 33 and a half years, to show you I can walk in the flesh. To be your ultimate sacrifice. I'm preaching on what is truth. Jesus is truth. He said, I walked, I was an example to you. I showed you there'd be persecution. I showed you they didn't want me. He said, A prophet is without honor except in his own country. He even ended up down in Egypt. And then he, to, to fulfill the prophecy, he came out of Egypt back to Jerusalem. Amen. And he couldn't spend a night in Jerusalem because they wanted to kill him. He had to hide here and hide yonder. Amen. He did get into the Garden of Gethsemane. Amen. With his disciples and prayed, Father, if it be thy will, this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And he went on and finished the race. Can I tell you something today? Honey, we need to be willing to die for the glory of God. A sister told me this week, she said, I wish I could think like you do. Death don't scare me. I promise you all, church. The last few years, death don't scare me. The Lord put me through the test to see if death scared me. Not one ounce of fear come on me. I'm not afraid of death. Maybe again when it comes down, but I ain't afraid of death today. Peter therefore said unto him, Art thou king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Why did he come into the world? To bear witness of the truth. God is true. The Bible said, I wrote it down somewhere. Yeah, Romans 3 and 4. 
Let God be true, but every man a liar. Let God be true and every man a liar. So he said, I came to bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Can I tell you why the church ain't hearing the voice? We're not of the truth. Hey, we've lived a lie. We stood up and testified and said, God took alcohol from me. And we're still taking a beer to sleep at night. We stood up and said, God has put my family back together. And we're fighting tooth and nail on every hand. We're, we're, we're standing up and we're, the truth ain't in us. Hello, we're standing up and saying what God has delivered us from. And we see us on the job cussing, cussing, mad, causing trouble. We ain't living the truth. He said, we that are in the truth hear His Word. And if we hear His Word, we got comfort. We've got understanding. We've got peace. When it looks like everything is falling apart, we've got peace. Several times lately in my life, it looked like it can't go on this way. But then would come peace. The peace of God that passes all understanding. In death, y'all have had death in your family and your heart feels like it'll stop. Feels like it swells and there's pain and there's agony. But finally, peace will come. There's peace in knowing it's a child of God that's went on to heaven. It's peace knowing that our name's written in the Lamb's book of life. We ought to be the soldiers, glory to God. The last day soldiers, the last day army that stands up for God. Don't bow down, don't give up. Don't back down for the Word of God. When they run from you, when you're witnessing to them, just keep a witnessing, amen. Amen. And the last word you tell them is, I love you. <laughs> I love you. 38th verse, Pilate said unto him, What is truth? Pilate was questioning, just like thousands today. We've got, we've got Jews everywhere, and we've got Pilates everywhere. And people are wondering, and they're in division. They're, they're separated. And they've written probably a thousand different avenues of what they call the Bible to, to get it settled in their heart, in their mind, what, the way they want it. The way that they're going to live by it. But, he, but Pilate said, what is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews and said unto them, I find in him no fault at all. I find in Matthew and Mark, I didn't read in Luke, but I found in Matthew and Mark that when, when Jesus was there and they had asked Him, even Herod, Herod was a, a Galilean and Herod come in to Pilate and they'd been enemies, but they joined up together. A Galilean and a Jew, and that wasn't supposed to happen, but they joined up together to support their self to make Jesus accursed, to make Jesus crucified. But I find, and they asked him, said, are you Jesus? He said, in Matthew and, and Mark. And he didn't answer a word. There he was, ready to be crucified. They had him on the cross, and he was guiltless. There was no sin in him. And he never answered a word. Paul asked him, said, are you king? And he said, thou sayest I am. 
Did somebody else tell you that or do you know it? Did you say that I'm king? Did you call me king? Pilate never answered him, but he's always asking questions. Can I tell you in church, if we ain't careful, we're always asking questions. We're always wondering. John 14 and 6. I love this. Let me hit it right quick. John 14 and 6. And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth. He said, I am the way, the truth. What Pilate asked him, what is the truth? Jesus said, I am the truth and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. So these that say they're Muslims and they got a Father and they ain't come through Jesus, they're nothing. They're nothing. They're not hearing the truth. They've not listened to the truth. The Quran ain't the truth. The King James Version of the Bible is the truth. Every judge that sits behind the old uh, gavel and bangs that gavel and judges you ain't the truth. Amen. Some of them been bought off. Every news media that stands up, my my understanding, they want to give us the fourth shot now. If I ain't had the first one, I sure ain't going to worry about the fourth one. Think about where we're at today and what it's done to our nation. And how fear has come on us. What is the truth? Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father except by me. He said He'd never leave us. He'd never forsake us. He will take care of us. Do we believe the truth? We're hearing the truth today that He's there. If a heart attack gets me, home's closer. If cancer gets me, that's a little slow. <laughs> I'd rather have a heart attack. Or be run over by a big Mack truck. But not my will, but thine be done. Amen. Yeah. If Andy's family thinks they can't get by without him, they're wrong. Because Andy's got by without his family. Amen. You think you can drink a little liquor and be all right? Man, I just wanted to say this during Sunday school, but our daddy, I come in in 1975. He had cirrhosis of the liver. Been drunk two weeks, and hunks of liver run across an old floor that was out of level. Fell in a hallway, run into the kitchen as far as from here to that front pew. The doctor said it's gonna it'll kill you. If you keep drinking, it'll kill you. And go right back and do it again. Ain't we hard headed? I'm preaching to you if you live in sin and don't repent, hell be you home. You're hard headed if you don't move out of that. Jesus has got his arms outstretched. Let me read. Let me read the word of God. Let me read what the word of God said. I jotted down what I need to read here. Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. Who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he hath grown up before him as a tender plant, 
But as a root out of a dry ground, he hath no form nor commonness. And when ye shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs. And carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. We don't believe God's what he says he is. We don't believe the truth of God. That he's able to save us. He's able to keep us. He's able to push back. He's able to push back any adversary that comes. He's able to build a hedge around us. And if trouble comes, he's bigger than any of our troubles. We need to believe God today. We need to believe God. And he said, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was wounded for our sins, neighbor. We are bruised. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. We like to talk about all of that stuff. Listen to what I'm saying. We like to talk about all that stuff. When we're well, but when we get sick, by His stripes are we healed. We like to talk about what a soldier we are, but when they cry corona, we run. If you can't run with the foot soldiers, what are you going to do when the horsemen come? Hmm. We are like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. Is that not today? We all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Can you picture just for a minute in your mind what Jesus carried for us this week? Not our lifetime, but this week. I thought I had some thoughts. And I said, God, clear my mind. Help me. Help me to not have these evil thoughts. They're they're satanic. They're demons. Trying to slip back in. Let me read that again. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. If you think he ain't big, you look what he's carried this week. And all I can see is a little place here around Logout and Beulah. Galax once in a while. But look what God sees in the sins of this world. Don't you know God's heart Breaks when little children in the Ukraine die, Amen. and those that are that are God's children. Can you imagine what God went through in the Holocaust when they were killing thousands of His people? Maybe not all Christians, but a great number were Christians. I believe a great number were trying to serve the Lord. Can you look at the iniquity that he laid on him? He was oppressed. 
And he was afflicted. Neighbor, God help me to not cry over I'm oppressed. Lord, help me to not cry that I'm in pain. The things ain't going good for me. Yet he opened not his mouth. Mm. Are we Christ-like today? Neighbor, can you imagine? I can't. But can you imagine him on that cross? And they put him on that main road out of Jerusalem to Damascus. And the people passing by that he loved, that he was dying for, and they spit on him. They reached up and pierced him. They jabbed him on the side, cut his blood and water gushed forth. They cast lots for his cloak. <coughs> Cut up his coat. And laughed at him and mocked him. I'm going to tell you, America's laughing today, but maybe they ain't going to laugh at the end. The fun part's going to be over. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He brought... He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before the shears, dumb. So he opened not his mouth. Amen. There it is again. He opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his, his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. May the the Word of God be blessed with God's hand that we might realize how great God is to us. I'm preaching on what is the truth. What is the truth? Peter said in Second Peter, 1 Peter 2 and 22, Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. He didn't give them a chance, glory to God, to, to say your language is wrong. He, he, he didn't give him a chance to say, I'm king of kings. He let them say it. They knew they were crucifying him. As for our sins, we know them. I'm going to read in Daniel and I'll quit. Amen. Daniel 7. Take me a minute here, but we'll find it directly. Daniel 7. Thirteen and fourteen. Daniel said, I saw in the night vision, and behold, one like the Son of Man come with the clouds of heaven, and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion and glory, and a kingdom that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and His kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed. That's the Word of God. An everlasting dominion. We go right back to the Word of God. And, and He said, For this cause, that I should bear witness 
of the truth heareth my voice. He said, I and let me read that. To the end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is the truth heareth my voice. If we hear the voice and they ask us, what is the truth? What are we going to tell them? Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the Redeemer of mankind. Jesus is the one that overcame the cross. Came out of the tomb and just just shortly we're fixing to have an Easter sunrise service. And people will come that wouldn't come any other time. Do we believe that He is a, a risen King? Do we believe that he, the tomb is empty? That He come out and He's an everlasting dominion? What is truth? That He went away. And he said, if I go away, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. He said plainly in John 14, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. I'm guilty. I've cried hour after hour over our son. I've laid in the floor. I've laid in the altar. I've cried till the tears wouldn't run no more. And I say, why won't they hear? Why won't they listen? Church, I've cried over Mount Vernon Church. Why do they go away from the everlasting dominion? The only hand, the everlasting gospel, the only hand that could spare them, that can take care of us. Son, ain't nothing but Jesus can help you. Right, buddy? Ain't nothing but Jesus can help us. Ain't nothing can keep us but Jesus. Jesus. I tried some of them other things, not everything, but I tried some of them other things. I ended up broke, sick, and in trouble. Mm -hmm. There's peace in Jesus. Amen, brother. Our sister Tanya said Wednesday night, she cried a little bit, so we interpreted. But it was peace. She said, we were having trouble. And she said, I started praying. And then I started reading. And we started coming together. Is that roughly what you said? Amen. And she said some things changed. So how does it change? I've been trying to read a little more. Sometimes I got understanding, sometimes I ain't. But I pray for understanding. I believe Pilate is just like so many people. He's sitting in a position and he's wanting to find a way out. He's wanting to clear himself. The Bible tells us in one of the other chapters that he washed his hands and he said, I'm clear of this. The Jews said the blood will be on us and our children. Can I tell you, the Holocaust probably was some of that on their children. The blood will be on us, neighbor, if we crucify Christ afresh. We need to uplift Jesus. That hit me. I've read John I don't know how many times, but it said, what is the truth? What is the truth? What is the truth? 
Do we know the truth today as our personal Savior? Do we know who will keep us? It ain't OPEC. OPEC ain't going to do nothing for you. China ain't and Russia ain't. If you will, stand your feet.